This is Buccaneers Total Access. He's hit, he's crunched, he's clobbered by Gerald McCoy. Wow. Brought to you by Frontier Communications. Fios puts you in the game. Visit Frontier.com slash Bucks. Your friend on the digital frontier. Now live from Hooters, the original wing joint. Celebrating 35 years of delightfully tacky fun. Here's your host, Bucks team reporter Casey Phillips. What's going on, Bucks fans? Happy Monday, everybody. And we are here for the best part of your Monday, I guarantee it, because we have Levante David here with us live from Hooters on Hillsborough. Levante, thanks for being with us. No problem. Glad to be here. We are honored that you are here. And I am going to shamelessly plug that part of why I asked you on this week is to promote people voting for you for the Pro Bowl. I did not tell you that before the show, and I know that you're a humble guy and you're not going to sit here and, like, stump for votes, but I am going to work as your agent currently to get the Pro Bowl votes out. And I know that it's, it's a tough road with the uh-huh. way that the linebacker stuff is set up, but would that, what would that mean to you to get to a Pro Bowl? I mean, since you brought it up now, I mean, I hope everybody do vote for Okay, me. good. Let's go. Let's get the votes going. We're yeah. gonna, this, this is a campaign hour here for the get Levante to the Pro Bowl. I mean, what would that mean to you? I mean, it'll mean a lot to me. You know, I've been before, and it was a great, you know, experience for me and my family. And I always, you know, dreamed of going back. You know, uh, it's a... Uh, it's an accomplishment for, you know, from what I've been doing throughout throughout the season. And then uh, just it's just a, a awesome opportunity, you know, to play with a group of – another group of guys who, who we, everybody feel like they're the best at their position in the league. So, you know, for me, you know, it's real hard to get in. Sometimes going against those three, four outside guys. So if I do get in, it show that, you know, I'm, I'm capable of – you know, compete with those guys. So it's pretty awesome. That's massive. Right. So again, you hashtag Pro Bowl vote. We're doing the hashtag Pro Bowl vote <laughs> and Levante David's name in a tweet. And you can also retweet the ones that the Bucks and some of the other people have put out. A retweet counts for a vote as well. So get to voting on Twitter. It's this week is the final week of voting for that. So vote for Levante in there. And I know you guys probably have tons of questions for him as well. You can do that a few different ways. Hashtag Bucks Radio on Twitter. The more section of the Bucks app, or I'll give you those phone numbers. You can call Hillsboro, 813-990-4620, Pinellas, 727-461-4620, or toll-free, 888-546-4620. We'll get to talking first a little bit about uh, the game yesterday, and mm-hmm. I don't know that I've seen an example of a tale of two halves more yeah. in, a, in a while than that game. Mm-hmm. So try to explain to, to, to us what was the difference, what felt different, I mean – can you even put a, a finger on what happened there? Uh, first half, you know, came out fiery, came out, you know, ready to go, rolling. You know, everybody was out there having fun. And then uh, second half, it's pretty smooth. You know, defensively, we caused a turnover. And then uh, after that, man, just both sides, both sides of the ball, special teams, we just wasn't focused as long enough as we need to. You know, always the coach always says, you know, it's a four-quarter game. And, you know, we can't just play, come out, play a great one half and then expect to, uh, you know, beat the uh, uh, great football team, the Saints, just yeah. playing mediocre ball. So, uh, you know, uh, everything just fell apart, man. The momentum shifted, and uh, they took advantage of it. And what really was going right for you guys first half, especially defensively, and then even a couple of those turnovers that mm-hmm. you mentioned you were able to force? I mean, Drew Brees does not turn the ball over yeah, often. Yeah. So to get an interception off of him, to get a, a forced fumble off of him, that's that's a tall order that you guys yeah. were able to pull off. It is. I mean, the interception was just all about you know film study. You know, um, for the more, you know for the majority of the game, you know we all we knew what was coming, what they was going to try to do against us. So, uh, you know, Darius made a great play on the screenplay. He read it. If you watch on film, he read it right away. He saw it, and he went to go get it. 
and then Drew just threw it blind, and uh, Darius caught the interception, and then the uh, forced fumble. You know, uh, Carl Nassa made a you know great play beating his lineman and reaching out for the football and got it out. You know, uh, defensively, that's what we always hop on. You know, just creating takeaways and giving you know uh, our, our offense the best chance to put the ball in the zone and score and help us score points. When there is a big difference, either positively or negatively, mm -hmm. from first half to second half, yeah. you always hear people talk about adjustments yeah, and yeah. what changed, what did you adjust. So how much can you really do that? I mean, halftime is not that long. You've done a <laughs> lot of game planning yeah. already. What does it take to make major adjustments, and how much can you really do that it in a game? It just takes a lot of focus. You know, uh, coaches, you know, bring out the, you know, defensively, you know, they bring out, you know, the key plays that they probably heard us on early in the game or whatever. So we just try to make adjustments to that and then keep the flow of the game going. I mean, they didn't do nothing different. You know, they just was doing what they were running the offense. And the uh, only thing that was us, we just didn't finish as well as we should have. You know, uh, things got a little sloppy, you know, losing focus here and there. So for the most part, everything was just about us not doing what we were supposed to do. That's what I was about to say. It sounds like you, you hear basically there are times that guys will say, they beat us or we beat ourselves. We and beat it's, ourselves. That, yeah, it sounds like that's how you yep. view for that game. And it sounds like that's really been the thought for the team all year that there I don't remember there being times that you guys were like you know what they are just the better team they yeah. came out and beat us today is that yeah, fair? very rarely that we'll get up being those situations you know it's just always self-inflicted self wounds you know and that's stuff that as professionals we got to take to heart you know uh you got to put some you know pressure on ourselves to you know eliminate those things so you know um and yesterday was a prime example which is easier to fix mm -hmm. if, if it's another team just beating you or when you know it's self-inflicted wounds, mm -hmm. is, is that actually an easier thing to fix? Oh, of course. Of course. Self-inflicted wounds are always the easy, easiest thing to fix because it's stuff that you can, you control of. You're a controller. So uh, as a person is, you know, make a mistake, make a mental error, you know what you did. You can easily fix it. So, um, you know, as far as, you know, penalties or whatever it may be, you know, um, it's easily fixed by us. So how do you guys move to that now, especially when, again, you it's not like you guys didn't know mm -hmm. what you were needing to do. Yeah. You guys know what you need to stop doing. I mean, the penalties, things like that. So what's the next step now when you say it is self-inflicted? Mm -hmm. And I know you are definitely one of the leaders of the team. You're mm -hmm. a little bit more lead by example, I think, than yeah. vocally. But as one of the leaders, what do you think you can go in there and, and, and do to really change that and knowing it's it's all under y'all's control, yeah, essentially? Yeah, just hard on staying focused throughout the whole four quarters of the football game. You know, the game is not over until it's the clock says 0-0 zero, zero in the fourth quarter. You know, uh, every team in this league is a great football team. You know, every player in the league is a great football player. If they were, they wouldn't be here. So, um, you know, just all just hop on, you know, staying focused, doing your job to the best of your ability throughout the whole four quarters. And uh, facing Drew Brees, I mm -hmm. imagine, a uh, <laughs> bit of a challenge, yeah. and especially one that you have to do twice a year every yeah. year. I'm sure every year you're thinking, good grief, are you not retiring yet? Yeah. Is that fair? <laughs> all the time, all the time. But, uh, you know, Drew's always a, a challenge to go against. But it's, uh, you know, it, you kind of get hyped up to go against a quarterback like that because you know, you know, it, it gets your confidence, confidence level up because, you know, it builds your competitiveness. You know, knowing against you going, you going against great football players. So, uh, you know, going against him is always a hard time. You know, for the most part, yesterday I think we did a pretty good job as a whole defensively. And uh, 
always going to be fun to go against him, man. Future Hall of Famer and uh, probably going to win MVP this year. You never know. But, uh, you know, he's always he's a competitive guy, so it's great to go against those guys like that. What is it about him that makes him so good that especially those of us just watching wouldn't uh -huh. know, that the things that only you would know being uh -huh. out there, especially, you know, when you're having to be kind of that quarterback of the yeah. defense, what is it that he's so good at? The uh, thing is, you know, he kind of knows what's coming sometimes. You know, defensively, you try to give him different looks, but uh, sometimes the beat, yeah, I mean, he's a, he, he's a great, smart quarterback, so he knows what type of coverage you'll probably be in and try to put his offense in the best position to, you know, beat the coverage that we're in. You know, uh, for the most part, yesterday, we, we kind of held him in check. We was giving him different looks, things like that. So uh, it was, a, it was a, you know, it was cool for the most part for us, but, you know, it would have been better if we got a win. Yeah, of course. Uh, where does he rank in your mind among active quarterbacks and challenging to face? No particular order, but he's definitely top three. You don't, you don't want to give me that particular don't, order, don't you? I'm not giving but he's definitely top three, one of the top three quarterbacks in the league right now. And we, we talked about how you guys were able to get an interception off of him, and it was Adarius Taylor getting that. And I have to imagine you yeah. were very proud of him, that he's a guy that I'm sure you've mentored a little bit after uh -huh. he's come in and played a lot of different roles yeah. and, and been thrust into some crazy situations yeah. because of injuries. So what was that play like, and how proud were you of him? I that mean, he's able first to do of all, that? Nobody, people don't know the amount of pressure Adarius has on himself every week. You know, coming in and being a main special team guy and then having to play, have to play all three positions, linebacker. So you have to learn, know what everybody has to do. Also taking on the responsibility of being a special teams captain. So, it was, you know, it was, you got to take it out to Darius, man. He's a hard worker. He's a very smart guy. You know, uh, fundamentally sound. And then, uh, you know, of course, I was proud of him when he caught the interception. His first interception against a Pro Bowl, I mean, a Hall of Fame quarterback, Drew Brees, was awesome. You know, uh, like I said, you know, he's a great film studier. And, he, and like I said, he read the play. He knew what was coming. He jumped in and made a great play on it. And, man, it was an exciting moment in the game right now. That's awesome. And for you, you had that injury, came back. You've had a couple games now, both uh, double-digit tackles. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's it's safe to say you're pretty pumped to be back on the field. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty pumped, man. Those those two weeks, you know, I had an extra adrenaline added up for missing those two weeks. You know, um, you know, I hate being out. You know, not being out there with my, my friends, my teammates, you know, and first, you know, most of all, just hate not being out there to play the game that I love to play. You know, uh, once I got the opportunity to be able to come back and uh, work off this injury, I was, and I was like, I'm going to be out there. I have to be out there, especially first game back was in Carolina, so I had to be out there for a division opponent. And, uh, and it was it was fun. It was a big, great welcome back moment. Yeah, I'd say so. I'm sure the team was very happy to have you back. I've heard Coach and some different people talk about once guys get to a certain veteran level, mm -hmm. if they miss practice, if they're out with injuries, that they mm -hmm. can just come right back in and contribute. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, the way you've performed these last couple of games seems mm -hmm. to suggest that you're now one of these guys that even <laughs> when you miss some time and you're coming off an injury, mm -hmm. that you you are talented enough and know this defense well enough and know your role well enough right. that, that you can miss time and not miss a beat. Yeah, I mean, you know, it just goes credit to you know, just me just, you know, studying, staying apart, you know, even though I miss the time, just – Staying, you know, staying in contact with what's going on with the game plan, how things get changed up, how coaches want things done. But uh, I'm the kind of guy like, if I'm going to play, I need a full week of practice, like a whole week of practice, just to get the feel, running around, doing things like that. So once I get that feel and feel comfortable about that, I'll be ready to go. That's awesome. And I mean, you're fourth in Bucks history in tackles. Mm -hmm. You are tied with R none other than Ronde Barber <laughs> yeah. for the most fumble recoveries yeah. with with 12. I mean. 
what is that like to realize that at this point in your career, at only 28, you already have these incredible stats and numbers for the Bucks franchise? Uh, Who've just, had some good linebackers, yeah, by the yeah, way? Definitely. You just told me about the fourth tackles. I didn't know. I had no idea about that. But, you know, um, in a production meeting, I believe, last week, Ronde, I was new uh, Ronde, and a couple of his uh, broadcasting people. And um, one of them brought it up, and I had no idea. And I was like, oh, wow, really? That would be incredible for me to break it this week, you know, because he was, uh, you know, doing the game. Yeah. So it would have been, been real cool. But thought I had a chance yesterday, but, you know, it didn't turn our way. But, you know. Uh, you should, you should have told JPP to get out of your way. Get off that fumble and recover. <laughs> give it to me. <laughs> yeah, I was too far down for this. So I wasn't going to be able to get it. But it was, uh, it, 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 it was an honor. You know, um, I just go out there and just play football. I love playing the game of football, man. And, uh, whatever comes with it, you know, just add on to just my love for the game. That's awesome. We still have plenty of time here with Levante David. Plenty of time for you to get your questions in for him. Hashtag Bucks Radio on Twitter, the more section of the Bucks app, or give us a call, Hillsboro 813-990-4620, Pinellas 727-461-4620, or toll-free 888-546-4620. We'll have more from Hooters on Buccaneers Total Access, brought to you by Frontier Communications. This is Buccaneers Radio. At Domino's, we're more than pizza, so mix it up with our specialty chicken, stuffed cheesy bread, sandwiches, pastas, medium two-topping pizzas, and more for just $5.99 each, and we'll mix stand-up comedy with a robot. Stop cheesy bread and my act have a lot in common. They're both super cheesy. Tough crab. You can also mix it up with Domino's salads, marbled cookie brownie, bread twist, and medium two-topping pizzas. Order any two or more for just $5.99 each. Two-item minimum. Bone-in wings, handmade pan pizza, and bread bowl pasta will be extra. You must ask for this limit time offer. Prices, participation, delivery area, and charges may vary. Hi, I'm Misty Wells, Tampa Bay Times Outdoor Correspondent. I'd like to invite you to check out my new video series called Let's Take It Outside. Every other Thursday, I'll take you on an adventure to a destination in the Sunshine State or beyond. From the water to the woods, discover ways to enjoy the outdoors with your family and friends. To see me live and in action, go to tampabay.com outdoors. The Tampa Bay Times, journalism that matters. You say there's nothing quite like the feel of the open road when you ride a motorcycle. You know it takes concentration, knowledge, and skills beyond those required to drive a car. Ride Smart Florida would like to take this opportunity to remind you to enjoy the road, but to always ride smart. S-M-A-R-T. Say no to drinking and riding. Make yourself more visible to motorists. Always wear your helmet. Ride and control. Train regularly and get endorsed. Visit RideSmartFlorida.com for more details. Do you ride smart? This message is provided by the Florida Department of Transportation. Billy's internet costs too much dough for slow uploads that drain his side hustle flow. Now's the time to get Fios by Frontier with upload speeds five and a half times faster than Spectrum. Our triple play bundle is now just 90 bucks a month before taxes and fees with no annual contract. Visit Frontier.com FL today for upload speed comparison and complete offer details. You've got a friend on the digital frontier. Limited time offer. Equipment fees, surcharges, taxes, and other fees are subject to change. Frontier terms and conditions apply. Service subject to availability. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Now more on Buccaneers Total Access. Brought to you by Frontier Communications. Live from Hooters, here's your host, Casey Phillips. What's up, Bucks fans? Again, we are live from Hooters on Hillsboro. We're here every Monday from 5 to 6 with a different player. Come hang out, get some photos and autographs. And, of course, hanging out here 
at Hooters, and we have Levante David with us. Thanks again for being with us, Levante. Yep, yep, having fun so far. Good, good. That's, <laughs> uh, that sounds like the pressure's on. We've got to keep it fun here. So we have, a, uh, we have a caller. Let's see how this goes. Tony from Sarasota. What's up, Tony? Uh-oh. Did Tony hang up on us? How are we doing? Can you guys hear me? Oh, there we go. Tony, All you got good. us? Uh, it's a pleasure to talk to you. Can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. Awesome. What's going on, Levante David? Uh, it's good to hear from you. I can definitely tell that you play with pride, so I just want to uh, commend you on that. Got two questions for you. The yep. first one is with Coach Duffner. What's uh -huh. the biggest and, I guess, the most unique thing about his coaching that we haven't had before on our Buccaneers team? And the second question is, if you had to live an alternate life, what dream job would you want? Okay. Uh, first question, I answer first question, Coach Duffner. You know, everybody across the locker room loves Coach Duffner because you can tell that he loves the game and he takes pride in it just as much as we do. And, you know, a loss hurt just as much as, you know, anything. You know, you can feel that he, you know, he wanted just just like us. So, um, Duff is a great guy, man, great person. First and foremost, man, respectful guy. And uh, everybody loves him just because the way he carries himself and then and he shows that he cares. Uh, and then the second question is, I mean, with alternate dream you, job. Alternate, if you uh, were doing something else, uh, probably a firefighter. Ooh. You know, yeah. Uh, when I was in high school, you know, I always, you know, I kind of fell in love with fire, being a firefighter. You know, I think the the challenge of being a firefighter, saving people's lives, is a great thing. You know, um, uh, I probably probably would have did that if I didn't go to college. Uh, I ended up going to junior college, but if I didn't go to junior college, I probably going into uh, try to be a firefighter. That is so cool. Have you ever gotten to do any kind of the like training or visit the stations or anything? No, but I got a couple friends who who did do it, and uh, they you know I kind of keep up with them on that, and uh, you know they say it's, it's tough, but uh, it's something that you know from transform transfer from playing football to into the firefighter is a big difference. But as far as you know, standing shape and stuff like that, it kind of kind of relates. That's cool. Maybe we'll have to see if we can get you a tour of a firehouse somewhere, test <laughs> your skills, cool, let you chop down cool. a door, you know, climb yeah, the ladder. I love to do something like that. For That's real. awesome. We'll have to try that. And uh, I'm glad he brought up Coach Dubner. I was planning on talking about that mm -hmm. in this segment, anyways. Uh, you know, you have a unique viewpoint of him becoming defensive mm -hmm. coordinator having been he was your linebacker yeah. coach uh so how much of the i mean the defense definitely seems to have changed yeah. you know a lot mm -hmm. and i want to hear your thoughts on was it an x's and o's thing he brought or a mentality thing or a combination i'll say probably a combination you know duff my guy you know i uh Duff's with me for the past three years as my linebacker coach you know we have a real great relationship a relationship where we talk you know amongst each other as men you know, he, I get his opinion, he gets my opinion, and uh, we have mutual agreements on things, you know, and uh, everybody loves him, you know, and then, um, you know, the thing that he just bought was just being, you know, being simple, allowing guys to just line up and going, there, going out there and play, because, you know, a lot of areas in this team, we have a lot of young guys, you know, first time playing, so he want to give those guys the opportunity to use their athleticism, use their talent to be able to fly around and make plays, and uh, everybody loves it, and uh, you can tell by the way we've been playing. You know, first it was a little shaky, but uh, as everybody got the hold, got the, got the hang of it, you know, uh, it's, been, it's turned out pretty well. And um, like I said, man, Duff, oh man, nobody knows how much hard work Duff put into this man. He's a, he, you know, he deserves all the credit for, for this turnaround. And um, he just does a great job of just, just interacting with the players, getting a point of view for certain things. So uh, I think that was one of the main things that I really saw about him, and uh, I loved it about him. I never had that before. So uh, when I see that, you know, it goes to show that he cares about all our opinions and things like that. So it was really cool to see. 
That's awesome. We got another caller on the line, John from Tampa. Hey there, John. Hey, Levante. I just wanted to um, let you know that us in Tampa appreciate your passion for the game and how you represent Tampa in a whole. And uh, I, uh, I work as a fireman in Tampa, and I wanted to awesome. you know, let you know you're always welcome to stop by a firehouse and eat lunch and hang out with the guys, and we'll, uh, we're more than happy to have you around. So. Appreciate it, man. That's I, awesome. I love a tour. I know uh, one of my former teammates, Adam Hayward, he's a firefighter now down in Tampa. Yeah, no, he, I think he uh, was uh, uh, doing stuff with Tampa locally. Yeah, yeah. Fire Academy here, yeah. Yeah. That's and, awesome. Very or, cool. I, be, I believe he's a Portland State guy, right? Yes, he is. Yeah, I know my football now. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, very cool. Thanks, John. And, uh, yeah, so I love hearing that about – uh, Coach Duffner and that he loves your opinions and I have to imagine that that made the transition a whole lot easier. Mm -hmm. A, he was your position coach, but just the open lines of communication yeah, like that. Because yeah. a mid-season coaching change, I'm sure, no matter how familiar you are with the guy, mm -hmm. no matter how much you like them, change can always be a little bit tough mid-season as you right. already have so much going on. So right. what was that transition like and how were you guys able to manage it? I mean, it was cool. It was cool for the most part. We just had to get an understanding for what, what he wanted us to do, what he was asking us to do, and what he was asking us, you know, so, you know, uh, as, a, as a group, we always met, just try to get an understanding, like, from both, level, all three levels of the game, from defensive line, linebackers, and secondary, just to know what all what we were thinking and uh, how, how it all, you know, correlates onto the field. And uh, I think that that really helped us really understand, you know, to help us play the game faster because you understand what guy's supposed to be at on the field to allow you to be able to play better and play faster. How much did your role change, or did it change when he took over? Only thing about my role change was uh, me calling the plays again. That's that's about it. But uh, how'd you feel about that? I mean, it's it's cool. I kind of got comfortable without doing yeah. it, you know. But uh, it, 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 I mean, it's cool. I'm used to it. I mean, I know I know what it takes. So uh, and, and like I said, it goes back to you know Coach Duffin when Coach Duffin you know became you know defense coordinator. You know uh, about the, the game plans because I'm calling defense or whatever. He'll sit down and talk to me about, you know, the game plan and then ask me questions about what I like and what I don't like and stuff like that. So I thought that was really, really nice because I never had nothing like that before. You know, just being able to interact with each other, getting my opinion, like going back, getting my opinion about the certain calls or whatever in certain situations or parts of the game, it kind of took my respect level. I already had a whole bunch of respect for him, but took my respect level for him to a whole different level because he you know he's been a professional and i'm one we i'm gonna be a guy who out there is playing so i should be having an opinion about what's going on yeah that's huge and mm -hmm. is he still in, as involved with the linebackers as yes, he was before yes yeah. he's not going anywhere <laughs> you know uh he's a big linebacker guy and, uh, and it's kind of more comfortable too because we meet in the room with these coordinators so it's kind of it's kind of cool for, for that too as well because he's always around like i said he get a chance to interact with us and we interact with him about certain things and certain fit, like fits, coverages or whatever. So it's kind of cool. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I think one of my favorite things is he's, how old is he? Do you know? 65. 65. And I just look at how he is like relates to you guys. Yeah, yeah. And I remember seeing a training camp, like some song would come on and like Quan would just start going crazy. Uh -huh. And I'd look over and Duff would start dancing. Yeah. And I just, and it was like just like a rap song and like watching 65 year old Duff like start right. dancing and going crazy. It was right. so awesome. So tell me for you, what was that like of, of watching him? And what is, what are those relationships like that's, when you guys are so different in so many ways? The, that's him, man. That's just him being him. You know, uh, he know how to relate to guys. So it was guys and, uh, 
You know, Duff always an energetic guy, happy, happy-go-lucky guy. Want to always have fun, and uh, he coached like he's playing. <laughs> you know, uh, it, it just he's just fun to be around. You know, uh, the meeting room is not always uptight. You know, it's always you have some fun situations throughout the meeting room. He's playing music when we in the meeting room, so uh, it, it's a fun atmosphere. That's huge. I yeah. imagine that's. I mean, this is a long season. You yeah. know, no matter what's going on, winning or losing, mm -hmm. 17 weeks is, yeah. is a long time. That that seems really important to be able to keep things light. Yeah, of course. You know, you know, obviously we had some tough times throughout the season, but you know, Duff, he's a guy who can keep your spirits up, let you know that you know, you know, the world isn't going to end. You're still doing something that you love, and uh, you should take pride in it, and you should enjoy it. And you guys seem like a really tight knit group, in particular as a linebacker core. Yeah. And I thought about the idea of losing Quan to injury uh -huh. that that had to be really tough for yeah, I mean not only the defense just in terms of what he brings on the field but mm -hmm. you know just for you guys I know y'all are close the meeting yeah. room is close so what take us through the way that impacted you individually and and mm -hmm. maybe the defense as a whole yeah, it's, it's tough it's tough you know when it, as soon as it happened you know uh, we at, at halftime we in the locker room all of us in the training room consoled him you know just just showing out you know I love that we have him, you know, because he was one of the leaders on his football team, on his defense, and then, um, you know, just seeing all of the hard work that he put in and then just get injured by, a, a, you know, a crazy play, you know, and uh, you know how much the game meant to him, mean to him. And, uh, you know, it hurt us because we know. We know we're around him. You know, we know how much how much pride he takes into it, how much hard work he put into it, and uh, how much he want to be the greatest that he, the greatest player to play the middle linebacker position. And then, uh, you know, uh, you can see it with Duff when he went down. Duff, you know, uh, showing his emotion side, came out crying. You know, he probably won't be happy to be telling you this, but crying. <laughs> You're ratting because, him out you know, over yeah, here. Yeah, because, you know, he cares. He's one of those guys who really care. He cares for not only you as a football player, but you as a person. You know, so it was, uh, you know, it, it, was tough for the, it was tough for the moment, but, you know, you know, just got had to move on. You know, had to make our adjustments and move on. And but uh, you know, Corn's still always around. You know, we still talk to him every day. Go around his place sometimes. So uh, you know, uh, it's it's a tight knit group, man. Uh, some of that go, some of that credit goes to Coach Dalton as well. That's huge. Uh, we're talking to linebacker Levante David, and I know you and Quan had bonds even aside from just playing linebacker next uh -huh. to each other. And I know there was a, a time where you both lost family members very yeah. close. His brother and your mother uh, both passed away pretty close to each other. What does that do for teammates to to have each other in those moments to mm -hmm. go through something like that together, and and the way that that can be so huge when yeah. you're I mean, you, you guys are around each other all yeah. the time. Yeah. And to have someone that's kind of understands what you're going through. Yeah, yeah it was real cool. You know, uh, when he lost his brother, you know, uh, I was there to console him, you know, talking to him when he was at his locker. Just, you know, telling him, you know, I'm, I'm here for you, bro. You know, I treat Quan like a little brother to me, man. You know, uh, not like football relationship is cool or whatever, but it's the personal relationship that we built with each other, you know. Uh, uh, always laughing, always happy. You know, we can have heart-to-heart -heart conversations and stuff like that. You know, he's a friend. You know, so you know, and uh, when that happened to him, wow. You know, I was there for him, and when it happened to me, he was there for me because he'd been through a similar situation. You know, um, just that's just the type of love that we have from one another. You know what? So even when the game is all said and done, I feel like me and him still have a real close relationship. Yeah, you. 
and Quan and, and Kendall, everyone was somehow, we were so excited to watch you guys basically be the best trio of linebackers mm-hmm. potentially in the league. And then yeah. we have gotten just these couple little flashes, but then, man, Kendall being out all year with his injury yeah. and Quan going down, like, it's got to be tough for you too, knowing the potential that's sitting there in that yeah. linebacker room. And, and you've got to be really excited for next season. Yeah, it's tough. It's frustrating. You know, starting with Beck, his, his accident that happened. You know, um, and then Quan accident that happened. So, it was, it was real tough to, you know, witness because you know the type of group we can be, the type of players that they are, the type of players that we are, how much we have the same similarities and the passion that we have for the game, the love that we have for the game, and how hard we want to, you know, be the best at our position. You know, so we just had to <laughs> you had to put the, put us on pause for a little bit, but uh, hopefully next year we'll be back fully ready to go. And what is – Quan's personality like and, and what is he like as a person for people who don't know I know that you view him kind of as a little yeah. brother mm-hmm. so, so tell everyone what your relationship with him is like what, what he's like uh, I know how to get him going I mean it's like he's he could be fiery and then you know, I know how to I know how to get him to calm down and stuff like that so you're the you Quan know, whisperer yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, you know uh, Quan's always on you know like people say on go mode always turned up always energetic and then um you know, he's a joking guy. I always like to laugh and smile, play a lot. And uh, just being, you know, always being positive. That's one thing I really love about him. Me, I'm a positive guy. I love positive, positive energy. I love things that are all about positivity. And he's the exact same way. So that's what I think, you know, helps us relate to each other a lot, too. That's huge. Uh, we had a question from Scott saying, uh, would Adarius Taylor be a good mic'd up candidate? <laughs> and uh, what's he like on the field? A good mic'd up candidate? Not at all. <laughs> AG is a quiet, quiet guy, always keep to himself type of guy. But, uh, you know, people who he's really comfortable with could get him going. I mean, the thing, I don't, I don't think he's on the field, you probably can't get him mic'd up, but off the field, you probably can. Like in the locker room, the way he is in the locker room, how they be on the ping pong table and stuff. And they take that ping pong stuff real serious. Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah, I've seen they this. They take that ping pong stuff real serious. So, um,. But, uh, Just competitive at everything. Yeah, competitive at everything, man. But uh, on the field, being mic'd up, nah, you probably don't get a lot Just out of Just crickets. <laughs> yeah. How are you at ping pong, by the way? Not good at all. Not good at all. Not good at all. I let Devontae Bond beat me at ping pong. You He's one of the worst. You let him Dang. beat you? I mean, sure you did. He's one of the worst ping pong players ever. Him and DeMar Dotson. They're both terrible? Yeah. DeMar should be good. His wingspan covers the whole table, right? Yeah, but, but it takes him a while to get the there. Thing, yeah, the thing about ping pong, you got to get get people off their spot. You got to get them to move. And once you get them moving, it's going to be hard to hit the ball back. That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> uh, we also had a question from Eddie who said, what is your game day routine and what is your go-to warm-up song? Game day routine, you know, just come in, just sit in my locker. I like to get ready real early so I can just clip my mind. And just get ready for the game, go over some last-minute adjustments, go over some last-minute, you know, film study, some things that I may not caught, caught throughout the week. Um, and then just sit in my locker, man, and just, you know, finish myself just making plays, you know, uh, just get my body ready for the game, do my stretches, you know, do my, my pre-stuff, you know, uh, like you know, just riding a bike or getting stretched or rolling out, things like that. Just get my body ready for the game. And then uh, my go-to song, I don't really have a go-to song. You know, uh, I really, I mean, I listen to music, but I really, listen, I really, you know, really pay attention because I'm, I'm all, I'm trying to keep myself active, keep myself moving. Because, you know, we got a game to play, yeah. so I got to get myself <laughs> ready. Serious. You know, so, you know, I don't really have no pre-game song. But, uh, yeah, I just try, try to stay active, man. Just 
prepare my mind for the for the contest. Are you a guy that gets like anxious before a game, or are you pretty chill? Like, what's your mindset? I'm pretty chill. Pretty chill. You know, uh, I just just go with the flow. You know, uh, I don't get too hyped up. I don't be too down. I just be calm. I be evened out, just ready to go out there and play. It's probably good having you next to Quan then. I feel like this yeah, is good because if yeah, you were like Quan, like y'all yeah. be going insane. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. Uh, Sometimes he be telling me uh, he got to become like me. Sometimes I'll tell him I got to be fire like fire like him. I'm like, nah, man, let's just be ourselves. You, That's, be, you, yeah. let be you two me. counter each other <laughs> yeah, nicely. Exactly. That's perfect. All right, and Chris said next year, do you prefer a bend but don't break scheme or a more aggressive style defense? Yeah, me, I'm always aggressive. I love the aggressive style defense. You know, uh, me being a linebacker, you got to have an aggressive mentality. You know, so uh, being aggressive on defense is always, always good. Nice, nice. That's it's, it's, it's true. I mean, I feel like both of those, it's, it's also one thing for fans to say, we, we watch and we think one is, you know, more bin but don't break and one's more aggressive. But I know that there's a lot more to the scheme sometimes that we even realize and mm -hmm. we don't always know what your assignments are. Yeah. And so what is something about playing linebacker in this defensive scheme that we may not understand or know some of the, the challenges of it and the things that you're really asked to do that we might not see? First of all, you got to know what everybody's doing whether it's run fits, pass coverage, whatever it may be, you got to know what everybody's doing. Um, so you got to be able to play off certain people. You got to be able to, you know, have great communication. Um, you just got to be able to be, you know, keep your focus throughout the whole football game. I mean, you, you got to be able to just stay on point because one of the smaller mishaps, it could, you know, it could, it could be a, a real big, big thing, you know, for the opposing offense. So, us as linebackers, you know, we got to be on point with everything. You know, our run fits, our deep, our pass coverage, because we're playing both. And then uh, that's about it. Nice, yeah. nice. All right, we are just over the halfway point here with Levante David, which means there's still time for you to get your questions in for him. Hashtag Bucks Radio on Twitter, the more section of the Bucks app. Or you can give us a call, Hillsborough, 813-990-4620, Pinellas, 727-461-4620, or toll-free, 888-546-4620. We'll have more from Hooters on Hillsborough on Buccaneers Total Access, brought to you by Frontier Communications. This is Buccaneers Radio. For the ultimate in tailgating, head over to Lazy Days RV, the world's largest RV dealership. Choose from over 1,500 RVs from the nation's largest selection of RV brands. Plus, at Lazy Days, experience more. Up to $7,000 in benefits that only Lazy Days offers. And visit Florida's largest RV accessory store. For a huge selection of tailgating RVs, visit Lazy Days off I-4, exit 10 in Tampa. Lazy Days, exclusive RV partner of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Visit them online at LazyDays.com or stop by. This is Gerald McCoy of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. As a kid, I used to wish. Someday, I'm going to play in the NFL. And I hoped. Someday, I'll be a first-round pick. And I dreamed. Someday, I'll be a pro bowler. Because someday holds so much hope for all of us. As the exclusive hospital of the Buccaneers, Florida Hospital supports everyone who believes in someday. And someday soon, Florida Hospital will be Advent Health. The dance of the sugar plum fairy. She glides, she twirls, and here comes the best part. Clara and the Nutcracker take their seats of honor in a brand new Mercedes-Benz C-Class, the epitome of elegance in motion. Truly, we've never stopped reinventing this classic. Rewrite your holidays at the Mercedes-Benz Winter Event, going on now at your Mercedes-Benz dealer, where you can experience the C-Class or the GLA, the compact SUV that's big on style. 
Take advantage of exceptional financing offers on the 2019 C300 Sports Sedan or lease one for just $419 a month for 36 months with $4,213 due at signing. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. Monthly lease payment is available only to qualified customers exclusively through Mercedes-Benz Financial Services at participating dealers through January 2nd, 2019. Some equipment described is optional. Call 1-800-344-8736 for details about costs and terms. For a test drive, visit Mercedes-Benz of Tampa, Fields Motor Cars, Crown Euro Cars, Mercedes-Benz of Sarasota, Loki Motor Company, and Mercedes-Benz of Wesley Chapel. Or online at suncoastmercedesbenz.com. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Now more on Buccaneers Total Access, brought to you by Frontier Communications. Live from Hooters, here's your host, Casey Phillips. What's going on, Bucks fans? Thanks again for joining us here on this Monday afternoon. We are live from Hooters on Hillsborough here Mondays, 5 to 6. Come hang out with us, get some photos and autographs. We are so excited to have Levante David here with us, and I am just unabashedly campaigning for him to make that Pro Bowl because he more than deserves it. And this is the final week of Pro Bowl voting. So everyone, get on Twitter, hashtag Pro Bowl vote with Levante's name in it. You can retweet any other ones that the Bucks or anybody else has put out. A retweet counts the same. Get to voting. You can also go online and do it. We're just campaigning the whole time. <laughs> Levante to the Pro Bowl. When Quan got to go, did he enjoy it? Oh, yes, he did. He loved it. He was I was so talking to him throughout the whole week. He was down there. He loved it, man. And uh, I told him he'll enjoy it. He'll love it. And uh, obviously, you know, once you get that first taste of it, you want to go back. That's you so know, true. Uh, yeah, he had a lot of fun down there, man. I was really happy for him. That's awesome. And uh, we were talking earlier in, in the game Sunday about uh, the forced fumble and, and Carl Nassib doing that. And I was thinking I wanted to get your take on the defensive line because, uh-huh. you know, with the defense, all areas of it affect each other so yeah. much. And what the D-line does affects you guys mm-hmm. in a huge way. So yeah. tell us about what you've seen from them and the way that they have really especially turned things up in recent yeah. weeks and, and with sacks and even, you know, forced fumbles, things yeah. like that. Those guys are nasty up front, man. You know, I feel like they're the ones that get us going. You know, those guys up front, when the way they play, you know, how hard they play, and man, they always turning and running to the ball. You know, they're trying their best in the run game. You know, keeping blockers off of me, off the linebackers, also just playing through blockers and just getting penetration and making plays in the backfield. You know, those guys are. You know, Coach Butler does a great job with those guys, and uh, you know, their 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 work is going you know unnoticed. How about JPP and the addition yeah. that he has been to this team? I mean, you uh, are, you've been here a while, yeah. and you are a leader of this team. So both what he has done on the field and then in a leadership and uh-huh. off-the-field role, what has he brought? Oh, brother, you know, everything we, we, we thought he would bring. You know, his play on the field. You know, uh, he's a double-digit sack guy. He got that. You know, he plays hard throughout all four quarters. You know, um, he's one of the energy guy. You know, uh, his his passion, his pride for the game is one of the things that we 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 need and think something that we love. And then uh, off the field, you know, him just being a leader across across the locker room, just you know, being able to motivate guys, being able to challenge guys, you know, just let them know that you know, like we have to you know play our best to be whoever we want to go against. You know, we just gotta be ready for whatever. You know, to have that mentality that the person across from you is not better than you, you gotta be able to dominate. And you were uniquely familiar with him. Yeah. So, for people who don't know, how long yeah. have you known him? I've known Jason Pierre Paul since 2009. And uh, we played junior college football together, you know, uh, my first year in junior college. That had to have been a nasty defense you guys yeah, had there. It was, pretty, it, was pretty, it was pretty good. We had a couple <laughs> guys that go to a big time college, college team after that, after that, uh, after that, that year. Um, yeah, and then we kept in touch ever since. You know, uh, we came down to South Florida. I, when I took a visit down here, he was one of the guys who I saw. He was the only guy who I met with. And, you know, um, 
to when he got first got drafted, reached out to him, and, you know, uh, he kept in contact ever since that those years in Juco. So I knew it all what he was always bringing to the table, you know. Um, so you know, I know the type of player he is. I know the type of person he is, and uh, I know he's gonna he's gonna, gonna be a great addition for us. That's huge. And what was it? What do you remember about him in community college when he was playing there? Oh, he was a, just a raw talent. You know, he didn't know much about football. Mm -hmm. Just one of those guys who was big, could dominate whoever was in front of him. Just went out there and just played. Just went out there and just played, man. And then uh, as his, you know, his career went along, he just started learning more and more about football. And, uh, <laughs> you know, that's it, it's awesome. You know, it, it helped, him out, helped him out tremendously. You know, uh, got him a Super Bowl ring, got him to some Pro Bowls, you know, so... Um, you know, Jason, you know, he put the put the work in to be the way he want to be at today. And, uh, you know, it was no doubt in my mind that he'll do that. What is it like to do the JUCO route? Because we tend to only hear about the NFL players doing yeah. the, you know, the main just normal, What first of all, just going to one college yeah. or even if they go to multiple, it's like transferring between big programs. So uh -huh. so tell us about that JUCO route and how you think it affected you as a player and a person. The JUCO route is brutal. <laughs> it's, it's rough. It's tough. You know, uh. Shoot, I, I rarely tell people this, but uh, I probably quit. I probably quit about two, three times. Yeah, it was, it was tough. It was a tough situation for me being away from home and it just being around a different environment, how everything was ran. I wasn't used to it, and then um, you know I was just able to you know just just suck it up, you know, because you know the love the the game of football I really loved and I really wanted to play it. And uh, for order, in order for me to get where I want to go, I have to handle this you know obstacle first and uh so you know i did that you know and, uh, and it actually turned out great for me you know it helped me tremendously you know maturing you know uh mental every people always talk about mental toughness you know i think it really helped me on that part and then uh being a very disciplined person you know i think it really helped me in that aspect and uh i won't change nothing for the world i won't change it for not for nothing in the world you know i think going to junior college was the best thing that ever happened to me to be wow honest. yeah so you actually quit yeah. A few times. Yeah. And then now you say that it's the best thing that happened to you. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, uh, the coach that I had, he was a real military-style type coaching guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he was hands-on. He was hard. He was rough. You know, and he just tell you like it is. And, you know, some of the stuff I didn't like, but in order for me, like I said, in order for me to get where, I need to, where I'm trying to go, I have to, you know, I have to deal with this. And then I knew how to handle it. I knew how to take certain things, and, you know, and, uh, and it – and it, and it transformed me. That's so interesting. What what was it that was making you decide each time? Was it just, man, dang it, I love football, I got to go back? Yeah, I think that. And then just talking to my parents every time, all the time. And then just seeing my friends, they at big Division One schools, and I'm here at junior college, and I want to be, be at a big Division One school like them. And then uh, I said, told myself, you know, eventually this thing will turn around if I just keep keep my head on right, keep staying focused, and uh, keep doing what I love, man. It, it, it'll work out in my favor. What was the transition like from being from Miami, and yeah. then your JUCO was in Kansas, right? Oh, yeah. And yep, yep. then to Nebraska after that. So I have to imagine going from Miami to the Kansas, Midwest yeah. is uh, is a bit different. Not only Kansas, but Fort Scott, Kansas. <laughs> People probably don't know what that, that is. <laughs> but uh, it was a little rural town in Kansas. You know, um, Population probably ten thousand people, maybe. Uh, but they love they Fort Scott football though. That's you know, awesome. Uh, yeah, you know it was fun. Game days was fun. We won a lot. We was winning, so uh, that was really cool. 
Uh, I got a chance to play in a national championship game in junior college, so that was cool. And then, um, you know, just being out there, the people out in the Midwest was just awesome people. I could, you know, just people are easy people to get along with. And then um, my decision, it kind of helped me on my decision to go to Nebraska because I kind of like enjoying being away from home, mm. being in those type of, type of areas. And um, just meeting the people that I met, you know, I kind of grew close relationships with certain people, you know. Um, so, you know, being out there, just it was just it was just fun just to get away, get away, just show people from Miami that Miami is not the only thing there. You get away and still be successful. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. And all those things you talked about of what it taught you, I feel like, is what makes you the the leader that you are now for mm-hmm. this team. Is that fair? Yeah, I think so. I think so. You know, because in you know, high school, I was a different type of person. And then once I got to junior college, I transformed to a whole new person. And I feel like I'm a more mature person. I had to grow up real fast. You know, uh, I had to take on responsibilities real fast because I was out there by myself, you know, so I had to handle stuff different type of ways, knowing that I had, you know, I had to be real disciplined. And because, you know, one little miss, mishap, mess up, I could be right back home and I don't know what I'd have been doing. And then, um, so it kind of helped me grow up fast, and uh, that's why I say I really, you know, like getting, getting, being away from home kind of really, you know, it helped me a lot. That's huge. Uh, and you are mainly more of a lead by example, not so much yeah. vocal, but you do occasionally give some of those pregame hype speeches. <laughs> yeah. And you do get very hype in yeah. them. So I want to know how you, I've always thought this is so crazy. I can't imagine trying to give one of those speeches. I feel like I would have no idea what to say. So I got to uh, know, how does this just all happen impromptu in the moment? Do you plan what you're going to say? How do you do this? You're giving a pregame hype speech. How does that go? Sometimes I plan, and then sometimes I just completely forget, and I just go off the top of my head, you know, because, you know, it's game day, man. You're going gonna to get hype. You're going to get hype regardless, especially me. You know, in that moment, you know, the guys, you know, they kind of at the moment where they just expect me for, expect for me to say something. So I have to be ready every time. And then, uh, you know, I kind of get it going. I kind of get it going. Sometimes I ask people, how was it? You know, <laughs> just to see. And everybody, how did I do? Yeah, yeah. Everybody be satisfied with it. So uh, I'm going to keep it going, man. I feel like I get the guys ready. I get them ready because, you know, I rarely talk. You know, people really don't see me riled up like that. So at that moment, once they see it, they're like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll like if Levante's doing this, it's yeah. serious. Yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. So. Have you ever felt, like, really uncomfortable doing it? Have I? No, not really, because I, really I really don't think about that. I really don't think about <laughs> now that. Now that I've said this, you're yeah. going to, yeah. <laughs> nah, I really don't think about that. I just be, I just be ready to go, to be honest. I also love that you're – I feel like you're the kind of guy that would literally do anything that the team needed in terms of helping win, including – if you could have your way, would you return punts? Oh, of course. Of course you would. So for people who don't know, Levante will get back there with the returners and take them off the jugs machine. So it's literally all just the returners and then you. <laughs> and I want to know how this started. Uh-huh. And do coaches ever look at you like, what are you doing? Uh, When did it start? I think it started in 2016. It was like you have periods where they just do, do a special teams period, and I'm just, I'm just out there just sitting around like, I have to do something. I just can't sit around and do nothing. I have to do something. So, like, okay, let me go back there and return this. So I went back there and uh, had a little rough time at first, <laughs> but uh, I kind of got a hang of it, just taking points or whatever. And then uh, I kind of got used to it. So uh, I've been doing it every every time. You know, it's be like punt return sessions or whatever. I just go back there and then catch punts with returners. And uh, you know, I be messing around like you know doing pregame, whatever. You know, how all the returners go out. 
I'd be asking coach, could I guard the returns because I want to catch punts. You never know. You know, it might be an emergency situation. You need me back there. And I'm the, only, I'm the guy who you can count on to go back there and catch punts. But, then, you know, they keep me from doing that. But There haven't been you know, enough I, emergencies I, yet. I, I, uh, I, I honestly feel like if it comes down to it, I'd probably be the guy to go back there. What would you do if, if like, on Sunday, coach was like, Levante, you're in? I'm putting on my helmet and I'm going. I'm not going back down. I'll probably fair catch it. Yeah. <laughs> that was my next question. Yeah, I'll probably fair catch it, but uh, yeah, I go. Really, back there. you'd get a chance, and you would fair catch it. It depends. It depends. If the situation, you know, uh, if the situation is right, I probably, I probably won't fair catch it. But if if we're like if winning a, by a yeah, million, yeah, yeah, you know, if it's, if it's a crucial situation where we have to secure us getting the football, then allowing the offense to get the ball, I'll probably fair catch it. Look at you, still doing the right thing for the <laughs> yeah. team. I'm so impressed. All right, we still have one more segment here with Levante David. Last chance for you guys to get some of your questions for him in. Hashtag Bucks Radio on Twitter, the more section of the Bucks app. Or you can give us a call, Hillsboro, 813-990-4620. Pinellas, 727-461-4620. And toll-free, 888-546-4620. We'll have more from Hooters on Buccaneers Total Access. Brought to you by Frontier Communications. This is Buccaneers Radio. Football fans, rejoice! Affinity Rewards, fueled by Chevron, is back and better than ever. Sign up at Affinity.com, start earning points, and score big with game tickets, official team gear, autographed merchandise, and unique experiences with your favorite team. Sign up, start earning, score big. Register at Affinity.com and start earning points today. That's A-F-A-N-I-T-Y.com to register. See program rules for details. At Hooters, you can watch the games with all your buddies. And when your buddies are the world-famous Hooters girls, there's always plenty of ice-cold beer and those craveable wings that'll knock your taste buds into next Tuesday. Hooters girls know plenty about football, but we really know the fans that live for it. So hang out with all your buddies all season long at Hooters, your official hangout for game day. And while you're there, enjoy Hooters' great game day eats. Join us for the Bucks Players Show every Monday night at 5 p.m. at Hooters on Hillsboro. Hey, Ronnie Lane here for Bucks game day coverage. It's 98 Rock. The Bucks play the Ravens on Sunday, December the 16th. The Buccaneers pregame show starts at noon, kickoff at 1 on 98 Rock, where Gene Deckerhoff and Dave Moore have all of the play-by-play covered. Putting a winning lineup together is tough. Getting a quote from Geico is not. Visit geico.com or call 1-800-947-AUTO or contact your local Geico office today. When your young athlete is injured and needs help getting back in the game, who do you turn to? The Johns Hopkins All Children's Sports Therapy Center in Tampa specializes in providing your child the best pediatric physical and occupational therapy and protecting your child's recovery to help prevent future injury. Focusing only on children and young adults, Johns Hopkins All Children's Sports Therapy Center in Tampa wants to get your athlete back in the game and back to playing the sports they love. Learn more at HopkinsAllChildrens.org. It's the end of the year. And that means resolutions. But forget the gym membership and the juice cleanse. This year, save yourself some money. Get a Ford during the holiday sales event. You'll get a great deal and you'll look better before you ever get to the gym. That's motivation. Ford, built for the holidays. Built Ford proud. The time to get our best offers of the season. Buccaneers Total Access continues. Brought to you by Frontier Communications. Live from Hooters, here's your host, Bucs team reporter, Casey Phillips. 
What's up, Bucks fans? We are here live from Hooters on Hillsboro with Levante David. We're here every Monday from 5 to 6 with a different player. Come hang out with us. This is our last segment, so that final chance to get some of those last-minute questions in for him. Hashtag Bucks Radio on Twitter, the more section of the Bucks app, or give us a call. We had a question from Jackie that said, besides football, are you a fan of any other pro or college sports? And after you finish your career in football, would there be a sport that you would like to be able to take up? Uh, yes, I'm a fan of basketball. I'm, I'm, my, my knowledge for uh, baseball is really growing. I done took part in uh, um, watching uh, MLB. You know, um, I got certain favorite players, but uh, basketball is probably my second favorite sport, even though I don't know how to play it, but it's still, <laughs> still exciting to watch. That's pretty cool. Uh, so for you guys now going into this next week's game, three regular season games left, what does the mindset now have to be for you guys as a team overall and then, and then for you guys as a defense? What are you really going to be preaching to maybe some of the younger guys or everyone else about how to move forward from here? I mean, you got another opportunity to play the game that you love to play. You know, uh, that's the thing that keeps you going. You know, uh, you got another three more games left. You know, I mean, no matter what, how the tables turn, it may turn at the end of the season, but you got three more games left, and uh, you got to put your best foot forward. You know, um, you get an opportunity to play the game you love. You know, like I said, a lot of people don't get this opportunity. So when you're out there, you got to take advantage of this opportunity. You know, and I'm one of the guys who's going to, you know, play. Like, I love, I, I really love playing football. It's fun. You know, it's a peace of mind for me. Uh, so uh, every time I'm out there, man, I just, you know, thank God for the opportunity to be out here to play the game. I love playing the game that I grew up wanting to play. And uh, every time I'm out there, I try to take advantage of every, every opportunity that I get. That's awesome. All right, we got another caller on the line, Anthony from Tampa. What's up, Anthony? Hey, how you doing, uh, Levante? Hey, how you doing, Anthony? All right, I don't know if you remember about two, two years ago when you were on T.J. Reeves' show. Yeah. I told you that uh, you keep playing, you're going to be like the great uh, Derek Brooks. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Remember, hey, you're keeping your uh, word, man. You're playing like him, man. Just keep it up. Keep up the good work. Appreciate and, it, man. Uh, I still got a long way to go, but thank you. Yeah, those are some big shoes right, to fill. Still, still, you're still a young man, but still, you still got. You can become another Derek Brooks, man. Appreciate it, man. Thank that's you awesome. so much for that. I have to imagine that's uh, pretty cool to hear that people it are is. even, you know, comparing you to him. It is. It's real humbling, though. You know, to, to put my name in the same breath as here. Same breath as his, and how much he did for this, how much he meant for this, for this city, how much he meant for this organization. And it was a, uh, real, you know, real, for real happy to you know hear hear stuff like that. You That's know, awesome. Cause me, you know, me and Derek has a real good relationship. You know, um, I saw him before the game yesterday. You know, uh, you know, give me that, you know, running, running on the sideline. I had, he called me and I seen him and he gave me that look like it's about that that time. So you know, it's kind of. It was kind of cool having him around and stuff like that. And then, like I said, man, just for me to be mentioned in the same sense as him, and, uh, it's incredible. That's huge. And you guys have so many young guys on the team that I imagine you're the one they're looking up to. You've got yeah. people you've been looking for advice yeah. from. But you guys got a young defense, and yeah. a lot of young guys have had to step into huge roles because of injuries. Yeah. So uh, what has that been like to try to help them along, and what mm -hmm. have you seen from some of the rookies particularly? You no, know, the thing that I've seen is that all those guys, you know, they want to be great. They want to be right at their position. You know, they want to learn. You know, um, you know uh, MJ Stewart, Carlton, you know, Jordan Whitehead, you know, those guys, you know, still young, young guys, you know, Ryan Smith, still a young guy, considered a young guy. You know, all those guys, they want to they wanna be, the, be the best. And uh, they just try their best to just ask questions, and, you know, they just try their best to be around the right people. 
And uh, that's what I really like about those guys. They're real competitive and they want to do right. They want to do the thing, do things the right way. And uh, that's what I really love about them. And, you know, we all have a good relationship. We all have a good relationship, man. And uh, me, I just try to be that big brother whenever they need me. You know, when stuff not going good, I, you know, I talk to them, tell them you know, it's going to be cool, man. You know, you got a lot of football left to play. You're a great football player. Don't never think you're not. And stuff going good, going good. You know, I motivate them, I hype them. You know, I challenge them when they need to be challenged. And uh, I think they they like that. So uh, you know, I think for me being that quote unquote older guy now in the locker room, is, <laughs> and, you know, it's going well for me. That's huge. And now the the Ravens, you guys are about to face. I know that on Mondays you guys haven't looked ahead to the next yeah. game yet, so you haven't got to do all the film studying mm -hmm. everything. But um, they almost became the first team since the 70s to rush for more than 200 yards in four straight games. Oh, wow. So when you hear something like that for you and your yeah. role in particular, what already comes to mind about what you're going to have to do? We got a brief synopsis on them. You know, um, Coach Duffner, you know, we was meeting today saying, you know, we got to be ready. You know, it's going to be a, another one of those games where we got to be able to start the run again. You know, it's gonna, they're going to try to run the ball at least 30, 40 times. You know, they got to run the quarterback with Lamar Jackson. So you got to be relatively fundamentally sound and you got to be able to tackle. You know, uh, you know, last week, they, I'm sure they probably saw, you know, yesterday, fourth quarter, we weren't really that good at tackling. So uh, that's something that we're going to have to fix, to be able to tackle throughout the, off, the whole football game. So, you know, we're going to be ready. We're going to be ready for their, uh, you know, their best shot. And uh, I think we're going to be ready for it. And Lamar Jackson, do you like playing against a quarterback in that style? I don't at all. You'd rather have a pocket passer? Yeah, I'd rather, have, I'd rather have a pocket passer. But, you know, I don't have my way, so yeah. I got I to gotta be ready Unfortunately, for he's not going to yeah, do what you want him to exactly. do. Exactly. So, uh, got to be ready for whatever they throw at us. So, uh, should be a fun football game, man. Uh, going up to Baltimore. It'll be a slugfest, you know, how it is up there. That's so, awesome. Uh, I love it. Well, Levante, fun. thanks for being with us. We really appreciate it. Hope you had fun. And uh, hope everyone gets out there and votes for Levante in the Pro Bowl. Hashtag Pro Bowl. Get this man in. He deserves <laughs> it. Thanks for being with us. We're going to have more next week from Hooters on Buccaneers Total Access, brought to you by Frontier Communications. This is Buccaneers Radio. At Hooters, you can watch the games with all your buddies. And when your buddies are the world-famous Hooters girls, there's always plenty of ice-cold beer and those craveable wings that'll knock your taste buds into next Tuesday. Hooters girls know plenty about football, but we really know the fans that live for it. So hang out with all your buddies all season long at Hooters, your official hangout for game day. On game day, enjoy 450 Bud and Bud Light Big Daddy mugs or Bud Buckets, just $12. See you at Hooters. When it comes to cancer, defense isn't always the right strategy. You have to be willing to go on the offensive to attack it relentlessly, like Moffitt Cancer Center, standing up to it with the same courage Moffitt sees in every cancer patient they treat. That's why Moffitt is working every day to outsmart cancer, not just to react to it, but to get ahead of it, which is the best way to win. To see stories of courage, visit moffitt.org courage. Moffitt, proud partner of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Hey, Ronnie Lane here for Bucks game day coverage. It's 98 Rock. The Bucks play the Ravens on Sunday, December the 16th. The Buccaneers pregame show starts at noon, kickoff at 1 on 98 Rock, where Gene Deckerhoff and Dave Moore have all of the play-by-play -play covered. Putting a winning lineup together is tough. Getting a quote from Geico is not. Visit geico.com or call 1-800-947-AUTO or contact your local Geico office today. So you're homesick and uploading pics of your kitten is all you want to do. But when your cable is slow, it's like your internet took a sick day too. 
Now's the time to get Fios by Frontier with upload speeds five and a half times faster than Spectrum. Our triple play bundle is now just 90 bucks a month before taxes and fees with no annual contract. Visit Frontier.com FL today for upload speed comparison and complete offer details. You've got a friend on the digital frontier. Limited time offer, equipment fees, surcharges, taxes, and other fees are subject to change. Frontier terms and conditions apply. Service subject to availability. It's the end of the year, and that means resolutions. But forget the gym membership and the juice cleanse. This year, save yourself some money. Get a Ford during the holiday sales event. You'll get a great deal and you'll look better before you ever get to the gym. That's motivation. Ford, built for the holidays. Built Ford proud. The time to get our best offers of the season. Buccaneers Total Access has been brought to you by Frontier Communications. Fios puts you in the game. Visit Frontier.com slash Bucks, your friend on the digital frontier. Join us again next Monday live from Hooters on Hillsboro Avenue. Hooters, the original wing joint, celebrating 35 years of delightfully tacky fun. This is 620 WDAE St. Petersburg and 95.3 FM, home of the best Bucks coverage.